like Galileo discovering new worlds through the lens of his telescope. Mystics have been trying to tell humanity for eons something quite similar. There is another kind of space, inner space. The reason why the contemplative state of being is still hidden from most of us is that unlike Galileo's telescope, in order to look through this particular lens, we mustn't focus on the outward sensory impressions, but go in the opposite direction, into inner space. And most people aren't willing to go in that direction, aren't willing to follow the directions, aren't willing to settle down and gaze within. But we must look through the lens of the third eye in order to access the world of within. That is where we will find the inner light, where we can access the inner sound, inner space, the kingdom of the heavens that are within. The third eye is the lens that allows us to access inner space, but only if we're willing to do the meditation, only if we're willing to take the lens off, so to speak, and gaze through the lens of the third eye. Mystics East and West have been attempting to communicate this message to humanity Christian mystics and Gnostics, Jewish mysticism, Sufism, and the Gnostics of India, known as the Sants, Sant Mat. Professor Mark Jurgensmeyer coined the term esoteric Santism to refer to a body of literature from India that's more technical, mystic poetry attributed to Kabir and other saints that describe luminous lotuses, heavenly realms, higher states, higher planes in their poetry. He calls that esoteric santism, and it refers to ascension of the soul poems like see your beloved Lord in the temple of your own body, and books like the Anurag Sagar, Kabir's Ocean of Love. I have a whole section devoted to Kabir literature in my e-library, including See Your Beloved Lord in the Temple of Your Own Body, the Anurag Sagar, and other texts of this tradition of esoteric Santism. In his book, The Sants, a chapter on the Radhaswami revival, Professor Mark Jurgensmeyer writes, The Anurag Sagar and similar cosmological writings attributed to Kabir amount to an esoteric Santism, which appears to have been rife within at least one branch of the Kabir Panth. The Kabir Panth, in this case, he's referring to the Dharamdasis, the Sant Dharamdas branch, or line of masters within what's called the Kabir Panth. Esoteric Santism, which appears to have been rife within at least one branch of the Kabir Panth during the 18th century. Whether this esoteric Santism was more widespread 
and whether its origins can be traced even earlier is not known. What is clear, however, is that a direct line can be drawn from the ideas of Shiv Dayal, the founding master in the Radhaswami lineages, back through Tulsi Sahib, and finally to the esoteric Santism manifest in the Anurag Sagar. Unquote. Mark Jurgensmeyer, page 234 of The Sants, a great textbook on the Sant tradition of India, a chapter called the Radhaswami Revival, which he contributed to. On today's edition of Spiritual Awakening Radio, we explore some esoteric Santism, caught up to the heavens, the esoteric Santism of the Tulsi Sahib Satsang. I'll share with you some passages that have never been shared before, translated from Hindi into English, some very rare passages. On the spiritual practice, the path of the masters, and its meditation practice, Surit Shabad Yoga, inner light and sound meditation, all about looking through the lens of the third eye, to access the kingdom of the heavens that are within inner space, the seven rooms of the interior castle to be found within the temple of the human body, accessed when we look within. Lotuses, esoteric santism, soul travel through the various planes, including the higher heavens like Alak, Agam, and Anami Radhaswami. In the Sarbachan poetry of Seth Shivdayal Singh, a.k.a. Swamiji Maharaj, is represented much material available in both Hindi and English, mentioning the esoteric santism of inner visions, luminous heavenly lotuses, and higher realms. There is even more higher planes poetry and hymns to be found in a four-volume set called Prim Bani Radhaswami composed by Huzur Maharaj Rai Selagram, a disciple of Swamiji Maharaj of Agra. Because of the easy availability of this material, including in English, it creates a kind of illusion that this higher planes soul travel poetry is somewhat unique to Swamiji and Selagram. Yet the reality is this style of teaching about esoteric Santism with hymns, including much detail about inner regions, the heavens, represents not the beginning of a style of Bannies and Bhajans, spiritual hymns and poetry, developed during the time of Swamiji and Salagram in the 19th century, but really a continuation of the earlier, though lesser known, tradition of the Hathras satsang associated with gurus such as Sant Tulsi Sahib, Maharaj Gudhari Sahib, Sri Sirswami, Sri Vimal Sahib, and others connected with the various Tulsi Sahib guru lineages. Swamiji Maharaj of Agra was an initiate of the Tulsi Sahib satsang and affiliated with its gurus. And so this was his influence. 
He became eventually much more well-known than them, and his writings got published in English and other languages and are much more available. But really, this esoteric Santism, this mystic poetry about the soul's ascension and travels through the heavens, this is a style of teaching that goes back to the Sant Tulsi Sahib satsang of Hathras, India, this whole previous lineage of spiritual teachers. Their writings are far less visible and mostly have never been translated into English. And that's my take based on my own research and communication with those in the Tulsi Sahib lineages. Also, I've corresponded with Professor Daniel Gold, who reads Hindi and has spent some time with some shabd yogis and gurus associated with the Tulsi Sahib Sangits back in the late 70s and early 80s, and essentially has the same view, the same opinion as me, that there's a strong emphasis on the inner regions, the heavenly realms in their hymns, and how Santmat, the path of the masters, is presented in the Tulsi Sabi related satsangs in India. Here are a few sample passages mentioning lotuses and inner regions, heavenly realms that the soul passes through or ascends to, especially references to Alak, the invisible being or region, Agam, the inaccessible being or region, and Anami, the nameless plane, or the nameless God, the nameless supreme being, which eventually became equivalent to the name Radhaswami, or Lord of the Soul, when that got invented in the year 1886 in Agra and came into usage. Radhaswami is another name for the supreme being that is equivalent to the earlier Sant term Anami, Anami Parush, the nameless God, the God above God, the true God, beyond form, beyond light, beyond sound. I'll share with you some hymns of Sant Tulsi Sahib, the great saint of Hathras, India, and founding guru, the Adi Guru of modern-day Sant Mat. The master of the masters, all lineages go back, all converge with Sant Tulsi Sahib of Hathras. I begin this exploration of Tulsi Sabi literature with a hymn of Sant Gudhari Sahib, the spiritual master that Swamiji Maharaj of Agra associated with and saw as Tulsi Sahib's spiritual successor, chief successor, after the passing of Tulsi Sahib in 1843, Swamiji Maharaj, a.k.a. Sant Radhaswami Sahib, associated with Gudhari from 1843 all the way up to the time of Gudhari's death in August of 1860, 
and then of course began his own public spiritual mission and satsang in the city of Agra. So during those years, between 1843 and 1860, Swamiji Maharaj, in addition to meditating in his room within a, within a room in the bottom floor of his home at Panigali in Agra, in addition to his own mysticism, his own meditation practice, Swamiji traveled to the city of Lucknow and attended quite frequently the satsangs of Sant Gudhari Sahib. This is one of the few hymns of Gudhari Sahib that have ever been translated into the English language. This is practically invisible literature, an invisible branch of Sant Mat. But it has the esoteric Santism, this rich interior life, the mystic ascension of the soul through the higher planes. A Shabbat or hymn of Gudhari Sahib of Lucknow, successor of Tulsi Sahib. The way of Surat, the soul, is from the cave of the mystic sky. Once heard and followed, the soul becomes immortal. Closing the tenth door opens up another door. The soul reaches soon the void. Leaving the lane of Ida Pingala, leaving the lane of Ida and Pingala, she makes her bed in Sukmana. These are yogic terms for the path of the the path of the left, the path of the right, and the path of the center. Various yogic tubes that lead to different regions of consciousness. Leaving the lane of Ida and Pingala, she makes her bed in Sukmana. There is an uninterrupted vision of a thousand lights, the thousand-petaled lotus, glowing day and night without any lamp. In the middle of Trikuti, the three worlds, physical, astral, causal, the second spiritual region, there is silverish moonlight, observing which the soul becomes blissful. There is lightning without clouds and thunder. A mystic hymn of Maharaj Gudhari Sahib of Lucknow, the spiritual master that Swamiji Maharaj associated with after the passing of Tulsi Sahib. That was the guru that he supported. This is called an Arti Shabad, or hymn, of someone by the name of Garabdas. Now, there are several Garabdases in the Sant tradition. There is a Kabir Panthi guru from a couple centuries early, earlier called Sant Garabdas. This is not him. Shivdayal Singh, Swamiji Maharaj, also had a successor by the name of Sant Garabdas, one of three successors. There's Garabdas, Salagram, and Baba Jaimal Singh. This probably is not that Garabdas either, but another Garabdas. Arti Shabad of Garabdas. Perform Arti of 
the beneficial guru, performing which you find your immortal home. Dedicate your body, mind, and treasure, and behold the limitless beauty of the Lord. The unstruck sound is playing at the top of soon the void. And on a white throne the Lord is sitting. Remember the Master with each breath. Guru gives us residence in the immortal abode. Behold the awesome play of light as the Master makes pure our dirty intellect. O fallen soul, take refuge in the Master. Our record is forgiven by the Master. Be free of wandering and mistakes, says Garabdas. Keep your heart in his lotus feet. That's another hymn from a collection that I had translated. A PDF file booklet, which I have given the name The Lucknow Shabs. Writings from the Lucknow Satsang that I acquired a couple years back. Some interesting hymns from the unknown gurus of the Tulsi Sahib lineage. Says Tulsi Sahib, I shall tell you all about her day. A disciple, I believe, that's referring to his name. He has associated with Sat, the eternal true God, and in diverse ways remaining at the Sant's holy feet in all humility. This disciple knows the greatness of the saint's holy feet and has found the inner secrets. His mind and soul remain absorbed in the bliss of the higher regions. How can you imagine his high spiritual status? He knows how to associate with Sat, God, the eternal truth, the timeless God. Piercing the sky his surat, the attention faculty of the soul, strolls in the higher spheres. He knows the secret beyond all the ten directions and has proceeded beyond nine locks of conwalls or lotuses. After bathing in the pure waters of the lake of nectar in Daswandwar, he ascended higher and has reached the fourth lok or region and met the Satguru. His surat soul constantly strolls and frolics in the higher regions and remains merged in the nam, the sound current, all the time. Proceeding through the two-petaled lotus, that is, the third till, he has merged in the sky, the mystic sky of the eight-petaled lotus, by way of Sahaz Dal Kanwal, the thousand-petaled lotus, and thereafter ascended further to Trikuti, 
the region of the four-petaled lotus. After steadying the body and the mind, one has to apply the surat, the soul, to Sahaz Dal Kanwal, the thousand-petaled lotus, and keep it fixed there. Surat, the soul, should keep its gaze riveted on the mountain peak, and after recognizing the blue mountain, reach there. Beyond the Gagan, the mystic sky, the whole place is illuminated by the sun's rays, and the Surat's soul there gets a perfect glimpse of the Satguru, leaving the mountain and the gateway to the sky. Surat's soul proceeds to the mansion of the White City, also leaving behind the black, two-petaled lotus, as well as the mountain lake. Surat proceeds to the region of the Master, that is Trikuti, also known as the Three Worlds. Leaving the thousand-petaled lotus, one applies one's surat, the attention faculty of the soul, with love and attention to the region of the padum, the lotus consisting of four petals, some of which are short and some long. Surat frolics there like a fish in water. Opul Das, a Kabir Panth devotee, he's talking to here. Opul Das, you should understand what I am saying, and you should know that these are the secrets of the regions beyond the third eye. Beyond all these is the original abode, the royal court of Sants. That's a reading from the book Param Sant Tulsi Sahib, published in Agra, India, an S.D. Maheshwari translation into English of some rare hymns of Sant Tulsi Sahib from the Shabdavali collection of hymns. And he also in there translates excerpts or samples, selections from the great spiritual classic of Tulsi Sahib called the Gat Ramayan. The darkness of ignorance shall be dispelled, O siblings of destiny, and the lotus of your heart shall blossom forth by the Master's word. Peace wells up, O siblings of destiny. All fruits are with the Satguru. The being should now understand this, receive knowledge from the Master, get attached to Simran and Bhajan, and go to the nameless region. Just pausing here, Simran is referring to the spiritual practice of repeating names of God. In the Tulsi Sahib Satsang, those are known as the five names, or Panchnam, five special names of God, that represent the Guru Mantra, the sacred names that are repeated, mostly mentally, with the tongue of thought in your mind as you're practicing meditation, as a way to control the mind and focus at the third eye center and beyond. And the term bhajan here refers to the art of listening beyond the silence to the sound current, the sound of silence, 
the audible life stream, the music of the spheres that are reverberating beyond the silence. And then, of course, the nameless region, Anami Desh, is considered the ultimate heaven, the ultimate destination as a result of this meditation practice. The soul eventually ascends through the higher planes to the plane of God, the eighth heaven, known as Radhaswami Desh or Anami Desh. The plane of the supreme being, Anami Parush, Sat Parush Radhaswami. O Palakram, Ananak Panthi, that uh, Tulsi Sahib is in dialogue with here in this section of the Ghat Ramayan. O Palakram, you have not followed the secret completely. Some rare devotee can understand and visualize Swami Pad, the status and position of the Lord. Swami Pad is called the nameless region also. It is beyond the understanding of the sages in saffron robes. Above the three worlds, mortal land, ether land, and netherland, there is a fourth land called Sachkhand or Satlok, the true timeless eternal realm. Beyond these is Alak, Agam, and the Anami regions. The lord of that top region is called Anami Parush, the nameless supreme being. He stays beyond the fourth pod, the fourth realm. Firstly, Nam, the sound current of creation, started from the nameless region. From there it created Alak, Agam, and Sachkhand regions. This is a kind of story of creation. In the beginning was the word. In the beginning was the Logos. In the beginning was the music of the spheres. Firstly, Nam, the sound current of creation, started from the nameless region. From there it created Alak, Agam, and Sachkhand regions, or Satlok. Sitting there in Sachkhand, the Absolute Lord created sixteen suns, or powers, for those familiar with the text known as the Anurag Sagar, these are the sixteen sons of Sat Parush. Then he created Sohang, Daswandwar, the tenth gate, Trikuti, and the thousand petaled lotus regions. Above is from Tulsi Sahib, Sant Tulsi Sahib, Param Sant Tulsi Sahib of Hathras from his spiritual classic, the Ghat Ramayan, from a section featuring his dialogue with Palak Ram of the Nanak Panth. Ghat Ramayan, the words of Tulsi Sahib of Hathras, published by the Tarn Tarn Satsang, the Radhaswami Satsang Tarn Tarn, with commentary by Baba Kehar Singh which features that dialogue with Ananak Panthi. In the Ghat Ramayan, there are many different dialogues with different religious figures of history, and Tulsi Sahib is saying, no, you're caught up in rites and rituals and holidays, you know, Hindu rituals, Sikh rituals, Jain rituals and rites and holidays and mumbo-jumbo 
outward form and statues and and all of this celebration of holidays, all this external stuff, and you've lost the esoteric secret. And here are the esoteric secrets, the spiritual teachings that your founder originally intended, you know, Mahavera, Kabir, Guru Nanak, and others. Here's the, the part that you've forgotten. Here's the esoteric teaching, the lost teachings. Here are the lost teachings. If you are interested in, in discovering those, here they are. And, that, and that's what that whole dialogues section of the Ghat Ramayan is all about. Talking to these various representatives or the literary device of talking to these various representatives, sort of like the Upanishads, you know, conversations with various people saying, you know, this tradition has lost some of its true secrets of spirituality and let's focus on those. Never mind the holidays and the statues and the temples and the rituals and, and all this stuff. Let's get back to the true spiritual essence, shall we? And that's the message of Tulsi Sahib, of Hathras and all the true saints of India. The essence of esoteric Santism. more passages from Sant Tulsi Sahib. The path leading to the abode of saints is beyond the inaccessible. Tread the inaccessible lane, climb up yonder, and behold the essence. The anami, the nameless, has been realized by saints alone. Those are passages from Tulsi Sahib, Saint of Hathras, the 1978 or first edition of that book published by the Bayas Satsang. More readings. This is a four-petaled conwall or lotus within, proceed through which one will reach the twelve-petaled lotus via Satlok, the true eternal realm, the first level of Satchkan. Beyond that, one will have darshan or vision of the Supreme Being, Anami Parush, who has neither form nor color and who is inaccessible as well as indescribable. Above Agamluk, the inaccessible, unapproachable, incomprehensible, inconceivable plane, lies an indescribable region which is the abode of Anami Parush. He is beyond all description. He alone will know who reaches there. That's some verses of Tulsi Seb translated by S.D. Maheshwari in a book called Paramsant Tulsi Sahib, which is available online. All of these books I'm quoting of Tulsi Sahib are available for free online, and I have links to them at my Santmat e-library. Eavesdropping on Hothras. Rare Hothras satsang material 
translated from Hindi into English with some help from Google Translate and Facebook Translate and a little rephrasing, tweaking, and fine-tuning work by me to turn them into understandable text from a saint by the name of Saint Prakash Das of the Hathras lineage. He was the guru that David Lane and Mark Jurgensmeyer talked to back in the late 70s confirming that the Hathras Satsang uses the five names, the same five names that some Radhaswami and other Santmat sects use, the five names, the Panch Nam, and learn some other information about the Hathras Tulsi Sahib Satsang from Sant Prakash Das, who was alive back then. Mercy of Satguru Sahibji. Complete Mahatmas, genuine saints, came to the world in their respective times and kept on emancipating the living beings who were connected with them, associated with them, the marked souls they came to assist during this life. On completion of their time, they left the body as per the will of the Lord and went to the Lord and left their work, their spiritual mission, to the other saints when departing. Actually, God appears through the medium of the master, the guru, so we have to search for a living master. Complete and imperishable permanent benefit is available only through the living master. In him is the magnetic power of the great consciousness or the dynamic consciousness, the touch of which creates power in us and connects our soul to the current of the word, Atma Ko Shabda, that rises to the spiritual plane. She, the sound current, helps us by being with our organs. The Shabad, or the sound current, the positive power, is the vital life force of the body. Very fortunate is that soul who takes shelter of such a supreme saint, says Sant Prakash Das. That's very interesting, isn't it? The, the sound current is the life current that keeps our body alive. It can be heard as the music of the spheres, spiritual sound, seen as mystic inner light. And the soul can ride that current, can focus all of its surat or attention on this current of inner sound and swim like a fish going upstream swim through the sound, merge into the sound, and follow that sound, that river of sound, that Jordan River of the sound, just to bring in some Mandayan Gnostic imagery here. You can follow, can swim that divine river of spirit all the way back to the spiritual plane again. Initiation into Surat Shabad Yoga the Jiva Atma Soul being given Shabda is the first step of Guru Bhakti, Guru Devotion. Mercy of Satguru Sahib, Sant Prakash Das of the Hathras Satsang, 
rare material never seen before in the English language. Eavesdropping on Hothras. Only with the grace of the master, the knowledge of the path of Nam is obtained. The complete Satguru, the true saint, the teacher that has all of the teachings, nothing missing, no lost teachings, the complete Satguru, the true saint is the real form of Nam or word. That's why the sound is revealed through them. Only by breaking the bonds of mind, illusion, and time is one free from the cycle of transmigration. The Nam, the inner light and sound of the positive power, is only something the soul experiences. This is only to be found inside you when you're meditating. The Nam is only something the soul experiences, which is possible only through the master, the guidance, the teachings and mentoring of the living master. Past masters can't do that, can they? We look at their writings and try to figure out what it was, what names did they use, what was their practice like, we don't know, all speculation, probably wrong. And without the influence of the living teacher, you know, we, we're just not going to get there. We need to be sitting at the feet of the Master and not only be taught spirituality, but it's a spirituality that's also caught by meditating with others, being mentored by the living teacher, their positive influence. Sant Prakash Das Sahabji teaches the meditation of the Surat Shabad, or the Yoga of Sound. One, Surat, the soul, is the attention faculty of the soul. Two, the sound creates and grounds the whole universe. Three, the Surat, the soul, carefully focuses on that musical nam, the word, listening and merging into the sound. For by holding the stream of that sound, the surat soul returns to its core, its essence, its foundation. Five, this practice can be learnt through training by a complete saint, a satguru. Only a present teacher, a living teacher, can communicate this sadhana, this spiritual practice. Six, the practice is simple. So it is also called Sahaj Yoga, easy or natural yoga, the yoga of sound. It's just a natural thing that will happen to you if you let it. If you sit in the silence and meditate, you'll hear the sound. It's there. It's natural. It's normal to encounter it. Seven, there is no boundary or barrier of country, caste, sect, etc. For this practice, all are welcome to learn it. There is no need to sacrifice the world or give up your worldly duties in order to have successful meditation. This path is the way to die while living. The body of the seeker starts to numb. The attention focuses not on the outside of, of the five sense world, but within. Sant Prakash Das, due to full concentration in Simran, the soul is concentrated at the third eye center and behind the eyes. 
and one merges into the sound. That's why the soul tastes the nectar, the bliss, and shines in the light of the sound. In this situation, the seeker becomes unaware of the outside world. This is the situation of dying while alive, death before dying. When you're in that deep state of meditation, you're dead to the world, so to speak, and are alive to the world of within. Sahabji says, The stream of sound is the word of the Lord in the whole universe or cosmos. This word is the consciousness stream that reaches everything in the cosmos from the Creator, the Supreme Being. This is the stream He created to connect the whole, the all. This is why this is taught. This is what He is nurturing in all. The word or sound is our foundation. By holding the notes, the sounds of this tune, the divine sound, you can get back to your core, your essence, and merge into it. In our scriptures, there are many types of yogas, like Hatha Yoga, Mantra Yoga, Leia Yoga, Raja Yoga, and so on. But all of these remain confined to the limits of body and mind have not been said to free the soul from the trap of mind and illusion. The true master, the Satguru, practices the spiritual sound and light that comes from beyond. By these methods of meditation, the soul becomes introverted through regular practice and hears the melodious sound within, and the soul reaches where the sound is emanating from. This is the goal of the practice of Sarit Shabad Yoga. The attention faculty of the soul, merging into the inner sound and light, becoming yoked to it. The yoga of light and sound, Sarit Shabad Yoga. Or in other words, inner light and sound meditation. Satnam, Jai Satnam, Satnam, Satguru, Mercy of Satguru Sahabji, Mercy of Satguru Sahabji, Satnam, Satguru. Some rare teachings never before translated into English from the Hothras satsang, eavesdropping on Hothras today, the esoteric santism, being caught up to the heavens, the teachings of Tulsi Sahib and the Sants of India on today's Spiritual Awakening Radio, this Sant Satsang podcast, this Satsang Without Walls. Wrapping up today's program, a famous hymn of Sant Tulsi Sahib of Hathras, Within This Body, mystic poem of Sant Tulsi Sahib. Within this body breathes the secret essence. Within this body beats the heart of the Vedas. Within this body shines the entire universe. So the saints reveal. Hermits, ascetics, celibates, all are lost, seeking him in endless guises. 
seers and sages perfectly parrot the scriptures and holy books. Blinded by knowledge, their pilgrimage and fasting and striving but delude. Despite their perfect practice, they discover no destination. Only the saints who know the body's heart have attained the ultimate Otulsi. Realize this and you found your freedom. While teachers trapped in tradition know only the mirage in the mirror.